What's up, ladies and gentlemen? What's going on? Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're listening from. Like I said, we're in the process of moving. You're seeing the background change. This house is sold, and we're on to the next one. Okay. Couple quick things, housekeeping items. Number one, people have been asking me, hey man, do you do consultations? Yes. If you go to my website and you go under the coaching tab on the website, right? You can find consultations at the bottom. I'm still promoting the real estate agogi which is for salespeople, entrepreneurs, and real estate agents that are starting out brand new, don't have a foundation, don't have anything. It's affordable. It's for everybody. Also on the website, if you're already in the game and you're doing okay and you want to take it to the next level, then I'd recommend the package that most people get, which is Distinguished Agent. I've sold over a thousand of those packages year to date in about three, three years, maybe a little bit more now. That's also on my website. Everything else, all the old courses that I do, I have lifetime memberships, monthly plans, yearly plans, whatever you want. It's all there on my website, okay? I'm also doing the social media challenge. You've been seeing me share a lot of people, um, you know, doing videos and stuff. So that, that, that's exciting. But let's get into it. Have you given up already? You know, what's interesting about this year, you know, typically during the new year, the gym is packed. Everyone's all about it, right? So on and so forth. This year, I noticed a difference. This is the first time, right, that I've been paying attention on this whole new year thing. And even out of the gate with the new year stuff, people's enthusiasm, right, and people's hope and people's energy was already low. I've been noticing it for years too, whether it's social media platforms, talking to other uh, friends of mine in the industry, other industries, social media, participation, engagement, enthusiasm overall. Overall, generally speaking, down tremendously, right? I talk with my team all the time because from, from my perspective, I want to do the impossible. I want to be able to touch people and suddenly ignite that flame. Now, we know to a degree that can be done. However, the individual has to want and desire to change and get better because without that, nothing happens. But I strive, we can say in a way to do the impossible, especially with my students, because I find this at every level. And I've talked to other people too, and they say the same thing, whether it's generally speaking, crowds online, even their coaching members, just across the board, overall, generally speaking, all these, these areas are down. Participation, enthusiasm, hope, everything. It's just, it's trickled down. Now, part of it, we can say, okay, it's the media, it's bad news, it's the economy, blah, blah, blah. I get it, right? But all of those things and factors are outside of our control. So as the individual, we have to first say, okay, what's under my control? What is not? And all those outside factors are outside of your control. Therefore, any attempt, any attempt to change that, manipulate that, is a waste of time, energy, thought, and everything else. I can control if I show up. I can control my attitude. I can control my level of effort. I can control my commitment. I can control my discipline. I can control my participation in something. Like even today on my challenge, and I do this all the time. Hey, if you just joined this challenge, I want you to do X, Y, Z. And, and I ask people, do these things. I say, it's not required, but I'm going to ask if you really want to squeeze every drop of juice out of this challenge and you want to get the most out of it, do this. Do a video, right? Explaining why you joined the challenge. 
and tag me in it. We had 40 or 50 people on the first call. I think maybe a handful of people have posted and tagged and tagged me. That's four or five people. So 10% have done it. 10%. And that's pulling from a group of people who joined and already raised their hand and participated and said, I want to get good at this. And they showed up. So, you know, you sit there and you're like, fuck, man. Now, again, I can't force participation. I can only look at myself and make sure that I'm giving 100% in whatever I do. Fair enough. That's all I can do. But we have to look because that other 90% that didn't do the homework, didn't do the task that was assigned to them. I better not look closer into their social media and their lives and then see all this talk about I'm committed and I'm going to do better because then their actions don't line up with that. And we're back to we're back to square one, which is incongruency. And that would tell me from an action standpoint, from an application standpoint, those people have already given up before the game has even started. Now, I had about 40, 45 people, I think, on my call today. We'll see tomorrow and then the last day, the third day, how many people show up. Because again, statistically, whether it's paid or not, as the days go on, less and less people show up. I remember going to business conferences, and I do every year. First day, packed. By the last day, if it's three, four, five days, half the room is fucking empty. Especially if you do them in Vegas or other places. Why? People are just bullshitting. And it's like, dude, you paid to go there. Why would you not participate 100%? Now, I'm bringing these points up because in those instances, it's obvious. But a lot of times, individuals fail to look at themselves and in their own life. Like as an example, if you set out last week to work out six days that week and you didn't, you did the same thing. You said, hey, I'm going to go show up six days and you only showed up three or four. You just did the same thing as those examples that I just gave. And that's a problem. Why? Because at the root of that, you're not honoring your word. You're violating and breaking the most sacred contract on this planet, which is you with you. And if that contract gets broken and there's no validity in your word to yourself, then forget accomplishing anything in life. Because your, your, your word is not worth its weight in gold. It's a feather. And people will see that. The results in your life will show that and demonstrate it. And you will not be fulfilled. You will not be happy. And, and there will always, for you, it will feel like something is missing. Because you know that you're genuinely not giving it your all. You're letting yourself down first. So if you let yourself down, you're going to let other people down 100%. So for the entrepreneurs and salespeople, this X factor that I just described is probably a reason if you're not getting the results that you want, that's one of them. That's an unspoken issue. You're wondering why people don't take your word for it. You're wondering why people don't trust you. You can't close people. You can't get them to agree to work with you. Well, this is probably a manifestation of it, is you probably don't keep your word. Or if you do, it's not 100%. It's like 50% of the time. We can't expect from others what we first do not demonstrate and do for ourselves first. Which is why when I sell to a client and I ask for their money and their commitment or whatever it is, I first 
A hundred times what I'm asking them have given my time, my effort, my commitment, and everything else. So of course, I can demand it from them with conviction and not shake, waver, or break in my request ever because I will never ask them to do something I haven't done myself. If I ask the client to invest five or 10 or $15,000 in me for this job, right? A real estate commission, I can tell them, sir, just this last year alone, I invested that amount into coaching for myself. And this year I'll spend over six figures in events and, and doing things to better my service to people like you. So what I'm asking of you, I've invested five, six, seven, eight times that into just myself this year. Now, very few people can say that. Most salespeople that I talk to are asking for five, 10, 15, 20, 50, $100,000 from their clients, but they won't spend $100 on themselves. And it's like, dude, that doesn't make any fucking sense. In no world is that going to work. You want your, 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 your client to extend or almost overextend to you, but you're cheap as shit. And you don't want to extend a penny from your wallet. Doesn't make sense. Right? You are now asking something of somebody that you won't do yourself. It's crazy. It's crazy. And that all goes back to keeping your word. Now, if you want to sell with more conviction, you have to do what I said. That's why you can line up these people that don't understand these principles against me and we can sell. And there's a clear difference between me and them. Right? Think about all the times that the moment showed up where you knew, I need to say this and do this. Like you knew it. You're like, oh, they said that. It's time for me to say this or do this. And you didn't do it. You slipped. Your voice cracked. You didn't deliver it the way that you did. Or you didn't say what you were, you were supposed to say. You were too scared. Or for whatever reason, you didn't go for it. That's exactly what, I'm, what I just described. You know internally you're incongruent and that you shouldn't get that result. So you stop yourself. That's self-sabotage. Self-sabotage in the way that I described happens for a reason. It's because your own internal system knows you ain't ready for this shit. You're asking them to do something you haven't done yourself. We can't do that. Now, innately, that means you're a good person. Believe it or not. Right? That's like your own internal bullshit detector. But see, the answer is obvious. You need to step up. You need to level up. You need to do more. If you're going to ask more of others, then you need to ask and demand and do more yourself. And, and, and this just goes like across the board. Like even in my challenge, I told people in the beginning of my social media challenge that I started today, this isn't a get rich quick thing. This isn't, you're going to go viral because all that stuff is just bullshit. You grow and you get big off your hard work, putting out quality content and having some substance, which is why when I had to restart all my platforms again, there's no doubt in my mind, all of this is going to explode at some point. It might not be today, tomorrow, in six months. It might not be for two or three more years. I might not blow up again until 2030. I don't know, but it's going to happen because what I know, what I do, the delivery is just undeniable. And I know, and we're just, we'll just keep chipping away. We're already partially monetized. People can do the super chats and all that now, right? And it'll grow. It'll grow when we're fully monetized, right? And then YouTube can put money behind my channel again. Watch, it's going to grow rapidly. And we're probably 30 days away from that or a little bit less actually.
because we need like 900 watch hours and I'm averaging right now a thousand or more a month. So we're 30 days away or less. And, and the wave will come, the tidal wave, the boom, the Team BC tidal wave. But it's going to be predicated off this. I will have to continue creating content and doing what I've done for the last 10 years. The formula will not change. It will improve. I'm excited, dude. You know why? Because I already have everything set up at my office, business-wise and online-wise. I have a podcast studio. I have my own little office and its studio, right? I have a place for my assistant. I have a, the, the open space because I have a flex space. I can hold events there like those business meetups that I do with, you know, I can easily fit 30, 40, 50, 60 people there at my office, right? And now when I move, this property that I'm in right now is about 1,400 square feet. I'm moving into a 2,000 square foot place, two-story. Bottom floor is completely just open concept. Upstairs, two master bedrooms, right? One of those bedrooms, I'm going to turn into my own studio. And I've been excited because I'm going through online and finding out all the stuff to pimp it out. I'm going to get the lighting, right? I'm going to get the nice camera, right? I'm going to set up my little spot. I'm going to have the lights. I'm going to have the, the stuff in the background, right? Like it's going to be legit. I'm just, I have a fucking webcam now and I'm just shooting. And, the, and these videos get tons of watch time from it because people are watching in these, these episodes and they're intrigued and they're watching most of it. So wait until I upgrade that other side of it, which is the production and all that. Now, I'm excited in it because not only is it going to make this stuff better, it's going to make it easier for me. Now I can shoot at my place and I can shoot at the office and upload and send that stuff to my video editor and my assistant and all that stuff. It's going to be great. I'm just ramping up and getting started. Now, see, that's the stuff that keeps the, the juices flowing, right? And when I say, have you given up already? A lot of people just, again, if you're going through the motions, you've given up already. There needs to be new energy, excitement, something to work towards and progress towards. There always has to be the next thing. That's a part of us as human beings. When we stagnate, we die. Why do you think a lot of people pass away or get sick after they retire? They have nothing to do, nothing to look forward to, nothing to be excited about. Then why live? Now, if you want to look forward to a lifetime of meditation and living in a tree like a monk, fantastic. But at least that's something you're looking forward to. But why have we, we, we died off? Why are we so apathetic? Why are we okay going through the motions? How is that exciting? How does that get you up out of bed? How does that make life worth it? How does that put a smile on your face? How does that excite the people around you, your family, especially the people rely on you, dude? If you have a spouse, right? Uh, you have kids, really? You're not going to go hard for them? Are you kidding me? Like, what would it take? Typically, people don't make these massive changes unless catastrophe is hit. They're totally broke with no money in the bank. They're uh, nearly fatally ill, right? Stage three cancer, they find out, or, you know, oh, man, you're about to die. Like, wh why is it these extreme negatives just to get people motivated to, to do something? I mean, it's just absolute insanity to me. It really is. Now, for a lot of you, you're going to have to figure out a way to get around the right people and subjects and put yourself in a position where essentially you're forced to grow. That's another reason I named that new program I created, the Real Estate Agagi. That's why I named it the Agagi. When the young boys were taken from their mothers at seven years old and taken to the Spartan Training Academy, they were forced to become a warrior. You went and you did what you had to do. 
You couldn't just, well, it's too hard for me. I'm going to leave. Nope. You're there. You're going to do it. You're going to get whipped. You're going to train and you're going to do what you need. And for many of you, you need to willingly step into that because me or someone else can't drag you into that. We don't live in those times anymore. You're going to have to step up and say, yes, sir. I want to get my ass kicked. Sign me up. You're going to have to do that knowing what you're stepping into, that it's going to be hard and grueling and it's going to fucking test you. And you're probably going to cry and complain. That's okay. Why? In the end, it's worth it. Yes, Jason says pain is a great motivator. Yes, but why is it the only motivator? That's what I was saying. That was the point, my friend. Why is it the only motivator for most people? That's not the only great motivator. There's so many. Why are, are 90% of people or more waiting until the pain kicks in? Great observation from Jason, but that was the point. Why are they waiting just for that when there's so many other ones? It's crazy. It's nuts. But see, that's why I named that shit the Agagi too, to give people that image and know when you click and you sign up and you join the group and you jump on the accountability calls and you apply what I teach you, this is it. This is why I keep shouting it. Join that if you're new, new salesperson. You want to get on the fucking Agagi, dude. I want to get a thousand people on that thing this year. I think we have almost a hundred right now, something like that. Uh, I need to take a look at the numbers. It's affordable, but see, people have to step up and do it. It's never about the money because I have packages that like that is $97 a month and I sell packages that are you know, 15, 20, 25, $30,000 for a year. It's never the money, right? As that dial increases of the person's commitment to do what they want to do, they willingly exchange the money. It's not a problem. When someone's not really committed, they'll do the 97. Eh, no problem. It's 97 bucks a month. It's not a big deal. That's like three or four trips to Starbucks. But for someone to invest 10, 15, 20, $30,000, they have to be 1,000% committed. Because they know, especially at that price point, I'm going to be on their ass. I'm going to be on their ass. Like, let's go. Because it's not only on me to deliver, you need to fucking step up. And I'm going to demand of you the best. I'm going to demand of you things that you yourself at this moment may not see, but I see them. And we're going to pull that shit out and develop it and grow it and water it, right? And make it come to fruition. But see, that individual knows that when you fully commit and fully step up, it's going to require everything. Out with the old, in with the new. And most people are not willing to do that. You don't want to leave your, your, your old friends, your old habits. You would still rather drink all the time and play video games and watch Netflix and do all that shit and spend leisure time instead of working on yourself because it's the easier thing to do. Long term, it's not the easiest thing to do. But in the moment, it, you know, it's, it's nice. It's comfortable. It's cushy. It's okay. It's not hard. It doesn't push you. You're not sweating. Nothing hurts. Makes sense, right? It, it, it tastes good to eat a lot, but then you you become overweight. And dealing with the, the, the issues of being overweight is not cool. You can't athletically perform. You don't look good. You don't feel good. You run into health problems. But in the moment, eating is nice. I love eating. I love food. I probably eat more than, than most people who watch me, virtually all of them. 
and I'm single-digit body fat year-round. I eat right, but I exercise a lot, and I understand, too, that there has to be a limit to this thing. I can't just keep eating and eating and eating and eating, even if it's good. So if I do, then I've given up. It's like, whatever, I'll just eat. Eh, it doesn't matter. And when you're like me, high level of accountability, and you're in the public eye, those changes would be obvious. If I suddenly gain 20, 30 pounds, you're going to see it. It's going to be obvious. If I'm not dedicated to what I'm doing and I'm not showing it to you, it's going to be obvious. You see? But when you're not more of a, in quotes, public figure and you hide, you don't communicate, you don't tell people what you're going to do, it's very easy when you're out of communication to just slip and, and do all this stuff because no one sees it. So only you have to deal with it. That's why I've told you over the years, when people are out of communication or they don't communicate a lot, they don't tell you what they're doing, they're not on social media, that lack of communication, 99.9% .9 of the time, is a negative. And even worse, it's perceived as negative because even if it's not, it's perceived as negative. I always ask people, what if I suddenly disappeared? What if I suddenly disappeared and I stopped posting? Most of you are going to think something happened to me or something negative. It's not going to be positive. Oh, he's off in the sunset doing this thing. What happened? You'd probably lose respect for me, right? Like a lot of things would happen if I just suddenly stopped doing my thing. So even if it is for good reasons, the perception is it's bad. So we have to look at this thing and the scope of it and say, what's really going on here? What is it going to take? What am I going to have to do? What are the things I need to do every day? Who do I need to get around? What do I need to sign up for? Where do I need to go, right? Who do I need to meet? All those things. And that has to be worked on daily. It blows my mind how a lot of times people put in very minimum effort and pat themselves on the back. I get messages from people, oh, I knocked on five or 10 doors today. I'm like, dude, you're barely warming up. If you're not knocking on at least 75 or 100, you're wasting your fucking time. Why would you go out and spend all the time? You spent more time going there than you spent knocking on doors, dude. It's not a victory. And then that's all you did all week? Give me a break. Or man, you know, I gave up, right? I, I, I talked to a couple people, right, recently. And I was like, all right. Let's get some details, right? You told me you stopped, you know, door knocking or, you know, doing your activities in your business. Let me get a scope of like your effort, right? And a couple of them, their, their year's worth of effort is like what I would do in a month. And I'm like, dude, no wonder you gave up. You hardly put in any effort, but until you had something legitimate to compare it to, you had no idea. In your mind, you thought you were working really hard and it's not working out for you, dude. No. You put in like one-tenth of the effort that you had to put in or less. Of course, you didn't get the result. But again, if you have nothing to measure against and you don't really know, there's no validity to what you're doing, then you won't know. And that person just wasted a year. And when I had the conversation with them, they're like, holy shit, I thought I was doing a lot. I'm like, no, bro. You were doing almost nothing, relatively speaking. You wanted that level of greatness? 
let me show you the, the, the effort level of greatness. Here you go. And you're coming up right here. You're, you're way off, dude. And then I would ask them. I'm like, but be real with me, right? We're not recording this. This is just me and you chatting as, as adults. Did you really in your heart of hearts think and know that you were going balls to the wall 100%? And of course, they tell me, well, no. I'm like, exactly, dude. Then why even act surprised or even try to give the argument? You knew you weren't giving it your all. So why even pretend, right? And it's just sad. Because, again, that's like giving up before you start. A half-hearted effort is just as good as not showing up. That's why when people, oh, you know, 90% of winning is showing up, I would disagree with that. No, it's not. Showing up is the first step to potentially doing what you need to do to be successful. Because if you show up and then you go through the motions or you give half-ass effort, you might as well have not shown up at all in my book. That's why like, you know, my team members, when they show up to the office, I would say, before you walk in, I want you to mentally, in your mind, see all the bullshit you're dealing with and you're bringing to this office. The moment you step in, it stays outside. You're entering a different zone in a different world right now where I expect 100% focus and effort and that the bullshit from out there stays out there. Now, when you leave and you step out, you can grab it again. But when you come here, you leave it out there because nobody wants to hear it. So right away, the tone is set. I need to come here and it's going to require more of me. So the beauty of this is I or someone else can provide that structure. You really want to level up? You need to provide that for yourself as well. It needs to come from both ways, internally and externally. And for most people, it is very difficult and challenging for them to put those types of measures for themselves and their lives and those types of standards because they've never done it before because they've never gone after something great. But it's going to require a big, juicy ask, meaning like you want something big for you to activate that if you really want it. If you really want it, you'll start tapping into that. You really will. But it has to come from you, man. It can't be something you saw that I did or or that I recommended to you. It has to come from your heart, of, from the depths of your fucking soul of something. You know what? I really want to be good at this or I really want to do that to where you're fired up and you're like, you know what? Yeah, I want to do it. Like, fuck yeah. To where everybody can say, don't do it. I can tell you, don't waste your time. And you're like, fuck that. I'm going to do it because that's what I want. Good. Then you'll activate what I've just been talking about. But some most people are so disconnected from themselves, they don't even know what they want because they spend more time watching other people's lives than they do actively involved creating and living in their own. Th that's where we're at. Between watching people on social media and following them, Netflix, people are involved more in other people's lives and fantasies than they are in their own world and their own creations. It is insane. It is insane. No wonder they've given up. They've lost touch with who they are, where they want to go, who they want to be, and, and everything about themselves because they're too caught up in other people. It's crazy, man. Cool. Okay, guys, I'll end it here. Check out the social media challenge. Like I said, the consultations, the Agagi, Distinguish Agent, all the stuff I have to offer is on my website. I think all the links are below. Um, anything else you guys need, hit me up. Get on my email list at the very least on my website so you get updated with everything. Um, you're more than welcome to hit me up on Facebook or Instagram as well if you have any questions. All right, have a good night.
We'll see you on the next uh, live. Peace.